0: Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8.03 a.m. and you are listening to and watching. Good morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We have a great show for you today filled with a movie, uh, Watershed Warriors. Shouts out for APS Training Academy and other things. Muscles being removed, dams being removed, conservation, environment, and uh, a whole lot of great stuff. My guests today are uh, Mr. Charlie Zine and Gary Swick. Friends of the Fox River. How are you guys doing? Really great. All Excellent. right. Back for part two. Yes. Back for yeah. part yes. two. Yes. Thanks okay. for having us. No problem. No problem. Um, so we're going to talk, first of all, we're going to educate the people today. We're also going to give them a call to action for the Fox River Study Group Survey. Uh, but before we get into that, I gave you guys a short intro. Please introduce yourselves and talk a little bit about the Friends of the Fox River how we started and how we got here.
1: Uh, Friends of Fox River was born in Elgin uh, in the early nineties by uh, Pat Reese was the founder. Uh, He was a fisherman. He would call himself by profession and he got concerned about um, construction debris being dumped in the river, impacting a spawning bed, went to the city council and he found out that the river had no voice. And so he began the organization to give the river a voice. So the organization works in advocacy to uh, protect, maintain, and restore the Fox River. Uh, One of our main tools is education, mainly working with youth, but public education. So um, letting people know what the issues are, how they impact the river, and what they can do uh, positively uh, to help us fulfill our mission. And we're always looking for more friends, and we mm-hmm. like having a lot of fun doing it.
0: In the time since I last interviewed you guys, you guys have grown, and I'm seeing you more places, so kudos to you. Kudos to you. Yeah, Charlie, you concur with those great words from Mr. Swick?
2: Absolutely. Gary <laughs> has been behind this thing for years. He was a high school teacher at my old high school. Yeah. Um, and so when they started growing I wanted them to have Aurora in their radar and so I keep Gary up to date on what's going on downstream in the largest city on the Fox River and uh, he's been real good about it I'm establishing relationships down here with the mayor's office with some of the non-for-profits down Mm -hmm. here and uh, you know making sure that they also speak for us as well and that's been really good for Aurora
0: right Um, now that was 1990 Ninety one. Ninety one. Excuse me. I want to share
1: that um, our organization's uh, jurisdiction and concern is the entire watershed. It's 200 miles long. Wow. So um, we need a lot of help. And Charlie has been our Aurora ambassador, um, helping make all the connections and knowing what's going on and right yeah uh when it comes to educating
0: a city council or its respective members about conservation and efforts needed for our waterways um you know with mr reeves kind of uh, broke ground with that early but what's it like educating them and are they receptive to the message typically when you find these folks like hey here's an issue taking place in our waterway what's that like
1: well th- things are changing a little bit okay. um with that because we're no longer using the river as a dumping ground we're turning to face it and it's helping towns become a destination river edge park is a great example of that forward thinking right. you know we're going to put a concert venue in what was like a, a row of dump sites exactly. in yeah. industrial mm-hmm. area and it it's beautiful and um I'm um, sorry, I'm having a b- block on that. So okay. um, the, you can't buy a river. I heard a, a trustee say that just a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. You only get one riverfront. So when you're going to determine how you're going to use that or redevelop it, it's special. For me, I try to counsel people, don't put anything there that you can put anywhere else right. in your community. And so counsel, to answer your question, mm-hmm. council members are very receptive to, because they know the value of a healthy river, right, to their community,
0: All right. I recently saw in one of the uh, city council meetings here, there was a company that came in and presented about their graffiti removal services, for example, um, on the bridge and just some other um, elements, and whatnot. And after the presentation, um, there was one question, and it was from Alderman Seville, and he said, "Now the runoff of that is that going to go into?" Oh, Out of mm-hmm. all of that, he pulled. I loved it. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very surgical. And then the gentleman yep. explained that um, the um, the chemicals, when they are drained off, are collected as opposed to going into the waterway. Yep. So Kudos to that. And that was a good. If one. I
1: may share, mm-hmm. that's exactly what we're trying to do: is build a watershed community of caretakers. Right. So when we're looking at projects like that, that's an up on the top of their thinking. That's a great example.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Kudos to Alderman Seville for that. Uh, Okay, now, really big right now that you gentlemen are working on is the Fox River Study Group survey, and then there's a public comment period that's open until the 6th of November for dam removal. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, let's talk about that.
1: All right, well, here's the deal. Okay. Um, Friends of the Fox has been advocating for dam removal to restore the health of the river. It's the most impactful single thing that we can do from the beginning of the organization. Okay. Um, the Fox River Study Group was formed in, I think, 2002, okay. to, um, as mandated by the Illinois EPA to figure out how to restore the health of the river because the river got designated as an impaired water. Mm. Similar to a species being classified as endangered, Wow, you have to have a recovery plan. So the study group has, uh, it involves nonprofits and municipalities working together, doing research, computer modeling, looking at nutrients, what if we remove the dams, how is it gonna impact algae, dissolved oxygen, etc.? cetera. In 2015, as of part of their Fox River implementation plan was we're gonna invest $150 million throughout the valley to lower fo- to to treat phosphorus removal at wastewater treatment plants boom did that mm. in 2022 the recommendation was dam removal didn't get a lot of traction and that wasn't new to friends of the fox river okay. it's not does it's people don't like change every dam in the town has been there Everybody's whole life. Right. It had a purpose, it brought industry, it, it fueled the economy of that town. That's that's how these towns were established and thrive. But we have electricity coming through wires now. Yeah. We yeah. have freezers to make our ice. We don't need the river to do that anymore. Okay. And they are a safety threat and a huge impact on water quality physically and chemically and on disrupting the connectivity of the habitat Hmm. so the study group recommended dam removal the army corps of engineers the federal army corps of engineers just completed a study on connecting the river and they looked at all different kinds of alternatives and what the impacts would be and the costs. september 6th they unveiled that and they're calling for the removal of nine dams so as part of their process they had three public hearings and now a 60-day public comment period which ends on november 6th it's the public's one opportunity to ask questions and maybe get some answers in conjunction with that the fox river study group has a petition but there's a comment part on that petition so people before the sixth can make their comment on that petition and that will be submitted but that will also be used after that. So it's a little gotcha. bit... You can comment on both. Right. I'm going to.
0: Understood. Understood. Um, and that's at the mm. website, um, FOTFR.org. Yep. Okay. FOTFR.org. You can see the org. whole
1: study, direct links.
0: Okay. Uh, now, the I want to go to the endangered river status. and that's And so just to recap that, if your waterway makes it to endangered river status... That is so bad that you need to come up with a plan of action of how to correct that, and that's the birth of the Fox River Study
1: Group. So we had, wow, that's amazing. That is correct. The, The actual term is impaired water. Impaired water. Wow, that's amazing.
2: And also, Curtis, I'm a member of the Sierra Club, the Valley of the Fox Sierra Club, which is Kane and Kendall County, and for years we worked to get the river named an impaired river in order... To bring attention to it uh-huh. and to cause the mechanism to come into play which right. is okay now it's an impaired river now we need to come up with a plan right. that was a deliberate effort by the whole community lots of different elements friends of the fox sierra club lots of groups
0: good good absolutely um okay now the uh, the time is eight thirteen a.m you're listening to and watching good morning aurora the second largest city's first daily news podcast our guest Friends of the Fox River are here with us for their second appearance. First time in the new studio. You know, they went to the vintage location. Uh, But yes, here they are. Gary Swick and and, uh, Charlie Zion. Okay. Tell me about the Fabulous Fox Water Trail.
1: So, there are stickers available.
0: (laughs) Gary Uh, always comes with visual aid, too. So for those who don't know, when he came in, I was like, what's our visual aid today, Gary? (laughs) So...
1: um. This has been a, about a 6-year project. Okay. Um, it's very one reason it's very exciting is because it crosses the state line. It's very difficult to manage a watershed mm. that's in two states. Right. And 15 counties and 100 municipalities yes. to all work together on that. So this is over 150 miles designated through the United States Department of Interior Park Service, okay, a national water trail so there's a website where you can get information about access and amenities at put-ins there's a sign shows you where you're at um, and has other information Mm -hmm. that's there and this is looked at to be a huge economic driver for the fox river communities because this will help us become a paddling destination but also add to the, all the outdoor recreation that happens around the river. right? So exciting.
0: Which bodes well for our tourism industry. Absolutely. And it wasn't that long ago, The our friends of the Aurora Area CVB, Convention and Visitors Bureau, James Cardis, of course, gets the shout out today. Um, they announced, or rather Governor Pritzker announced that Aurora, I have the press release at home, I apologize, but basically our tourism industry in Aurora has been doing well and parks and recreation is a big part of that big part of that so that bodes well for us it doesn't. It really does
1: um, okay um,
0: did I cut you off about did you finish about the trail Was there something well kind of but
1: you know just okay. like the bike trails buzzing yes. the river is going to be more buzzing with paddling groups okay All Crazy. Right. and it's a great river to paddle in mm-hmm. um, you know it's shallow it's wide you
2: see lots of wildlife and the thing that I think is the most incredible thing is I live in a city of 210,000 people, okay? I can put in at Illinois Avenue and within a quarter of a mile, I'm in a section of the river where if you turn around 360 degrees, you don't see any buildings, you don't see any telephone poles, you see great blue herons, you see ospreys, you see eagles. It's like being in nature and yet you're in the middle of this urban area. Mm -hmm. And that's a gift. We have this green corridor that's going through there and we can make it better by getting the dams out so we can get a cleaner river, so we have more access to paddle to without getting out and going around. It's wonderful.
0: And osprey, for those who are unfamiliar, is another species of waterfowl. Right? A raptor. A raptor. A raptor. You can learn a lot on this show, you guys. I'm just, I, I, I love, <laughs> I love this, man. Okay. Um, tell me about, tell me about Watershed Warriors.
1: Uh uh it was a film that came out uh in April. Okay. Uh the producers are Rivers Are Life and their mission is to profile river groups and distribute films internationally to motivate people and inspire a thousand on the ground projects.
0: Okay. Interesting. Um now were you in it? Were you in the
1: Yeah. You are? Yeah. Okay. I am. So they they like using people. <laughs> And so in in this particular one, I'm profiled uh, about my career as an educator um, and with the organization and um, our educator, Jenny Kempf, the director of education uh, programs and operations. And for It's Our Fox River Day, which we spoke about last time, we a watershed wide celebration. Yes, we did. In September, she paddled the entire length, of which Charlie has as well, mm-hmm. the entire length of the Fox River, documenting it, making observations about different impacts and, and how we can address those. And she uses that um, as an educational tool. So that's the story that they tell in 12 minutes.
0: Where can pe- uh, people find that?
1: You can go to Rivers Our Life. Um, but if you um, just Google up Watershed Warriors, okay. you can find it, or um, it's on our website. Okay. And so it was entered in the uh, Elgin Short Film Festival and won first place.
0: Wow, sure. very cool. Yeah, El- it's fun. Nice. Uh, the time is 8.18. Uh, so next up, let's talk about our species that are coming back and that we see. One of them is mussels, correct? Mussels are making a, a, is it a reemergence or they're coming back because of the health of the river? Has gotten better?
1: Yes. So yeah. originally we had 32 species uh, in the watershed. Uh, 24 are hanging on. Uh, mussels are the most imperiled animal group in the world. They exist on every continent, but they are especially rich in the Mississippi River watershed, okay. which includes the Illinois and the Fox River and um their filter feeders are very important in the ecosystem they have a crazy life cycle which if we have time i could share oh we it. have time please i, I please could share, share with you but um to, to try and answer your question um uh they they were severely decimated in the early 1900s by the public and industry looking for pearls and then they realized that the muscles were so beautiful inside mm-hmm. that they could be made into buttons, and so a button industry emerged, and there was a, a collapse of the muscle population. A huge impediment to restoring and redistributing muscles are the dams. You ready for this? I am. All right, so how muscles complete their life cycle. The male produces sperm, mm-hmm. pretty normal, in the animal world mm-hmm. but muscles are these shells they don't get around very much so the female and the male can't really connect right so the male releases sperm into the waterway you got you can't tell this to some kids cuz they'll never go in the river again. <laughs> the female My Dad what are we doing here <laughs> the female <laughs> receives the sperm fertilizes her eggs creates these mini muscles okay called glochidia glochidia yep so now she's got to figure out how to distribute these because she can't really get around and most things are designed to be able to move into different territory even like a oak tree the acorns come down they're round they roll away right or squirrels hide them somewhere else right so muscle strategy is to use fish to distribute their glochidia so they gotta get a fish to come to them so they can share their glochidia. So here's an organism with no brain and no eye, and when you see this, it will blow your mind. They make bait, fish bait. And there, there's one, I, I was in a fourth grade class, we just watched the videos yesterday, of a crayfish. This looks like a crayfish that the muscle makes and sticks out of its shell, Mm -hmm. wiggles it. When the fish comes close, she blows the glochidia into the gills of the fish. The glochidia instinctively snap on. The fish swims away, not impacted by that. When they grow and get bigger, they fall off somewhere else.
0: Muscles everywhere. Can you believe that? Everywhere. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Muscles everywhere. That's the T-ball team, the muscles. Okay, oh wow.
0: A T-ball team, yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um so Glochidia are the baby muscles. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um what is the what is the process? What is the uh what's the instrument called that produces the Glochidia? What 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 probiscus f- type of
1: she blew- I don't know. Okay, she blows them out. Okay,
0: um, now the button industry—that's what decimated our or Cane County's mussel population.
1: Yeah, well, their mussels are still even harvested in the Mississippi River. Okay, not for mussels anymore, but for the pearling industry ah, for cultured pearls. Wow! So they ship the the shells over in Asia, and they grow. They chop up the shells, stick them in the mussels, and the irritation they create pearls from that.
0: It's only 822. That is fascinating. I don't m- know where m- i go m- next with that. M- <laughs>
1: muscles are so incredible. And uh, in public comment period, mm-hmm. I got criticized. Like, I got booed and criticized. Who beca- could boo this? Yeah, Because yeah. I was heralding that maybe the most important reason to take dams out was for muscle repopulation. And it was somebody like, Oh, you know, yeah. I got a boat. I want to be yeah. able to
0: get this guy out of here. <laughs>
2: you know, there's parts of the Fox River bank down by Yorkville. If you look closely, you can see the bank is made up of like four feet tall of these old mussel shells that have all the round holes punched into them from the button factories, and they're still there because they decay very slowly. Yeah, but that's a remnant from a hundred years ago that we can still see if you know what to look for.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh okay, next we're gonna talk about um a p s training academy, new things in the pipeline
1: uh working with some youth Yep, or- so um we're friends of fox is pretty elgin centric okay um we're we're busy like there there's so many people out there to be educated, million people in, in the watershed. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of human resources and the financial resources to do that. Um, we've we've operated programs in Aurora in the past in partnership with Kendall County Forest Reserve District okay. and Triple Threat, but as happens, life changes, people move in and out, mm-hmm. and so um, it's been one of our goals to get back and be very active in Aurora, in education. So thanks to Charlie, helped with the connection with APS, Training Academy. So we have our first class scheduled for next week, Fox River Scientists. Okay, Fox River Scientists. It'll be uh, Wednesday uh, at their uh, facility talking about uh, how watersheds work, the value of water, and then day 2 we'll be in the Fox River collecting biological, physical, and chemical data. Oh. And day 3 we'll be back at their facility analyzing that.
0: Okay. All right. Um,
1: and, you know, Curtis, it's so yeah. cool because APS is started by
2: Harish. Yes. Um, uh, and he he owns several realist. he's a real estate developer yeah. he owns some kind of high-tech firm mm-hmm. but he really has this mission to give back okay so he started this aps academy you know to educate kids yeah. and harish is a friend of mine and i'm sitting here thinking god this is such a cool thing and it's like and i also know gary friends of the fox you know and they've got this and plus i want them more active down here you right know? all i had to do was put the two together and boom you know they hit it off and now we're developing programs that are going to get kids involved, and if you get kids involved, you get their parents involved, and you create this whole new
1: generation of people who care about the river
0: and continue the movement and continue the mission
1: right. absolutely, if absolutely. You, that's the strategy if, of building that watershed community of caretakers, yeah, like the the council members thinking mm-hmm. it's to educate the future community
0: um time is eight twenty five now uh eight twenty six Now, you brought another visual aid, our proposed mascots, Fox. Was that, that's the other visual aid that you have? If you would, would you, would you mind showing the folks what that is? Uh, Something else for you guys to check Uh, out. Tracy Duran, good morning to you. And Terry Edwards-Allen, Matthew Rainey. Hello, uh, everybody.
1: We actually have a a water drop mascot that we advertise as representing the Fox River, but This um, friend of mine got me from the thrift store.
0: (laughs) Uh, So supposed
1: to be the uh, uh, fantastic Mr. Fox. I see that. Hi, Mr. Fox. (laughs) So it's just kind of a fun thing.
0: Yeah. um, Don't try this at home, kids, as you can see. Um, This is an awesome mask. Thank you very much for that, Gary. Thank you very much for that. Um Daniel Calderon, good morning. Tracy Duran, good morning to you as well. And Juan Cayetano, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um oops. So it's eight twenty seven. Uh, I just wanna recap real quick that the public comment period is open round until the sixth of November. Um and Friends of the Fox River Valley, excuse me, Friends of the Fox River is where folks can go to. Yep. Yep. The petition is online as well.
1: Yes, yeah, there, there's, you'll see it all there. Okay. It's well presented on the website.
0: Okay. Um, and then Muscles, more news to come from APS Training Academy. And, folks, if you're interested, check out Watershed Warriors. Uh, you can find information about that by Googling it. And um, it won first place in the Elgin Film Festival.
1: Yep, yep. All and right. in our website, About Us has a lot of things, and Watershed Warriors is there as well. So okay. you can read about it. Okay. Um, As well.
0: Um, The show ends on a positive note. What's the message uh, from you gentlemen today as we go into this weekend?
1: We've been working a long time to restore the health of the river, 50 years of progress, but now getting the dams out is the biggest move that we can make, and now is the time. I don't think we're ever going to see an opportunity for the federal government and the state government, right. to offer to come to our towns and remove our dams. Mm. And Time is now.
2: The city of Aurora and the Mayor's Office of Economic Development were instrumental in getting Hollywood Casino to relocate to a much bigger, better facility at 88 and Farnsworth. Right. And with the casino gone, we don't have a reason to maintain our dams anymore. Because if they were still there, even though the county or the state is going to take away the dams and pay for it, we would still need to have ours to maintain the uh, casino location. So kudos to the city of Aurora and the mayor's office of economic development and Dave Debo and mayor Irvin Mm -hmm. for doing that because now it just syncs perfectly with the timing and we can have a very healthy river again, which is going to be great. And it fits in so well with the whole way the city of Aurora has been rejuvenating and reinventing itself. And this is perfect timing.
0: Big picture progress.
2: Yeah. Big picture progress.
0: Um, Gentlemen, this is a great conversation. I appreciate it very much. Thank you
1: for the opportunity.
0: Alex, if we can't put the Twitch uh, up there, I was going to do it at the uh, top of the show, but I'll do it uh, at the end, if that's cool, as we go out. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you guys know that this show is now streaming on Twitch, as well as the City of Aurora's uh, Twitch channel. Please give us a follow, check out the content, get ready, and stay tuned for much more content. Once again, follow the City of Aurora on Twitch, and good morning, Aurora. Uh, So, it's 8.30 a.m. We are doing a half hour show today ladies and gentlemen we hope that you guys have a great rest of the weekend it's time to get to work and good morning Aurora will return next week on Monday with more news more weather and the very best of Aurora I want to say thank you once again to our wonderful guests Gary Swick and Charlie Zine of Friends of Fox River take care of yourself and each other
3: I think the biggest thing would just to recognize the youth in our community and to recognize that Everybody does have a voice, and that voice is important regardless of what it says. um, That everybody's opinion is important and should be taken into account. Um, And to have faith that this is something that I think would make an amazing impact in our community, and I think it already has. Being a citizen in this community, I think the most important thing is to give back what you can and what you're capable of doing. So whether it's donating time or donating a couple canned goods to a food drive, It's a lot more of, if everybody participates, it can make the community something amazing. Um, But it is important that everybody participates, not just a certain age group of people, whether it be the adults or the youth. I think adults and youth working together um, can create an impact.